Well, hello and welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, those of you who are simply veg curious, come over here to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa, and she's so cute when she does that. <laughs> Which you could see when Which I add lip. What I'm seeing is it the ad lib part, or is yes. it the nodding, the head moving? It's over? all of it. It's the package. <laughs> In last week's episode of our podcast, we talked about the top tools that we're using to get healthier this year. One of those tools is an app called My Fitness. My Fitness Pal, which uh, we use to log our daily food intake. This has been extremely eye-opening for us, which is why it's always good to have at least an insight into. I'm not talking about being compulsive or obsessive, mm. which I have to be careful with, but about looking at your macronutrients because there's a lot of information <laughs> that might help you understand why you're feel, feeling a certain way. And this definitely helped us. So one of the macronutrients that we discovered we were not getting enough of that I never really thought of was potassium. After experiencing some muscle cramping recently, it occurred to me that this may be related to my potassium deficiency. And again, this is going over a period of time that I just was not thinking about potassium very much. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what potassium is and how to ensure that you are getting enough. That's right. And, you know, one thing I we should mention, and we will mention this when we get into the, the meat of the episode, ah, the, the plant-based meat of the episode. <laughs> the faux uh, meat of the episode. <laughs> uh, is the that, impossible burger right. of the episode. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> is that uh, you mentioned a related, you said related to my potassium deficiency. And that's not to say, I mean, you haven't been officially diagnosed by a doctor. That's right. It's just based on the using the MyFitnessPal app and, you know, logging all the food and it shows all the macronutrients. But we'll talk more about that. Uh, I just wanted to kind of like put that out there because we'll be mentioning that a couple times. Yes. All right. And we do have a new rating. Yay! Yay! Ruthie's so excited she came in to hear the new <laughs> the new review. Uh, all right. So this is from Mama Mosh, who says, love it. After a trying day, I like to turn on this podcast and listen on my drive home. I always learn something new and their show notes are amazingly detailed. I also enjoy listening to their genuine laughter. So cheers from Ohio. Thank you so much, Mama Mosh and safe driving. Thank you. To us. And you I will and I will give a shout out to Vicky because those amazingly detailed show notes, those are all her. Thank you very much. And I do want to make sure we've mentioned this a few times in the past. We try to put some bonus info for you in there. So mm -hmm. it's not just like a transcription or something that you're seeing in there. We put we put pretty much a high level summary. So if you don't have an, an opportunity to listen to the entire podcast, that's no problem. Take a look at the at the show notes page. So this one will be vegetarianzen.com forward slash 346. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a high level summary of what we're talking about. And also some bonus info that we just can't, I mean, I can't, we can't show a video on this podcast right. or show different infographics or things like <laughs> that. So be sure to head out there and check out any bonus material. All right, before we get into our main topic, this episode is brought to you by Ruby Plant-Based Certification. Ruby is an online culinary school that teaches culinary students, culinary professionals and professionals and home cooks to increase their skills and confidence in the kitchen. Now, you may recall back in episode 274, I talked about my experience with the Forks Over Knives cooking course. You might also recall that I 
loved it. And it now was, that's a part of Ruby, right? That's right. That's they offer of various courses. classes. They have desserts. They have all sorts of things. Should mention, too, that they're not exclusively exclusively plant-based. The Forks Over Knives was, and also this particular course that we're talking about today, and that is the Ruby plant-based certification. Now, they're their courses start, I believe, every 45 days. In this particular course, the plant-based certification starts on February the 11th. This episode is going to release just a little bit before that. So you should have time to take advantage of that. And you can, uh, if, I think the early bird registration is actually starting already. So you can save 20% oh, very off nice. of that that's a good, if you that's sign a good up early. Savings. Yes. So head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash plant-based pro. For more details on that, again, vegetarianzen.com forward slash plant-based pro. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Yes. All right. Now, this is a disclaimer that goes on anything that we talk about, when you're, especially when we're talking about putting something different and changing up your diet in a, in a drastic way, or, or even if it's not drastic, if it's just um, you're switching your, well, like what we started doing. We started mm-hmm. looking at our macronutrients and adjusting some things mm-hmm. based on that. So before you cons- before you do anything like that, please make sure you consult your doctor. There is such a thing as having too much potassium in your body, and it can injure you. It can cause injuries, illness, or death. That's so right. you want to make sure that if you have any like kidney problems and such, this is why there's some issues with like the keto diet that has your body in like a state of ketosis. If you have some issues that maybe mm-hmm. you didn't know about it can be very dangerous for people who didn't don't know that that's right and um, i'm sure most of you know this but your friendly podcast hosts are not doctors nor do we I, play them though i call her doctor <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so always check with your doctor or a registered dietitian right all right so let's talk about what potassium is this you know we hear a lot of, about protein and fiber and iron and even calcium as you get older but I never really paid a whole lot of attention to potassium. Mm -hmm. The only time it really ever came up for me was when I was training for the MS-150, which was a two-day bike ride from Houston, Texas to uh, Austin, Texas, that I did with one of my friends. We did, did, I think it was 100 miles the first day and then 80 miles the next day. (laughs) I didn't know her then, but holy cow. Yeah, I couldn't feel my hands for six months. (laughs) Seriously, from (laughs) leaning over on the bike. Oh, my goodness. So that was the time when I remember hearing about potassium and the need to make sure that you were having enough electrolytes in your body and all of that so that you could recover from any of the fluids that you were, you know, excreting through like sweat, through your sweat. Right. But um, and like I said, this is something that this is a conversation between me and my doctor that will be happening mm. soon. But this is something that I, when I started looking at my macronutrients, I was like, through my fitness pal, I was like, I'm not having hardly any right. potassium. Yeah. So yeah. And, and me either. And you can imagine, I mean, if she didn't have any, I had less. And uh, so we started doing, you started doing some research on potassium. And so potassium, and I didn't really know anything about it. So potassium is a mineral. And it's so it's also considered an electrolyte. And so are sodium and calcium, right? Uh, And then, of course, as you were talking about with electrolytes in the MS-150, electrolytes are essential to the body because uh, they help to keep you hydrated. They regulate your muscle contractions, which is really important during strenuous exercise. And they also regulate uh, the functions of the nervous system. 
And then, you know, you hear about, I think most people when they hear electrolytes, probably think of like, um, when you're sick, and you get dehydrated or like kids and you give them Pedialyte, which is electrolytes, you know, or Gatorade, which, you know, um, but um, to rehydrate. But it does, they do other things too. Right. And potassium, potassium also helps to regulate your heart function, kidney function, nerve transmission, and muscles, as we mentioned, your nervous system and your, and your muscles. Right. So that's potassium specifically. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I that's, jumped ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, potassium can also uh, protect against strokes and then help prevent osteoporosis and prevent kidney stones, which nobody wants kidney stones. Right. Now this is this, uh, we're including in the show notes, this is one of the bonus things I was mentioning. We're going to have a video from Dr. Michael Greger, who many of you may know from like the, um, all the documentaries, (laughs) pretty much all the documentaries (laughs) is in there. That's right. Uh, And he discusses the fact that less than 2% of Americans actually get their RDI of of potassium, their recommended daily intake. And I can see that because that's hard. It's, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but, uh, you know, we, we, we're not going to mention like specific numbers because everybody's different depending on your age, your sex, your weight, and all these different things that'll give you different numbers of milligrams that you need. But you can go to um, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services website has a chart that you can reference and it, then you can use it. So it goes by weight and age, age and right. sex, I think. Uh, you're gonna, we're going to have a link there in the show yeah. notes for you too. For yeah. that. And then when you go to talk to your doctor, you can kind of use that as a reference point. Um, but, you know, I didn't even think about it. Like, like we said, I, it, I never even occurred to me. And so, yeah, when we started looking at the macronutrients, I was shocked. I mean, and it's really eye opening. And we'll, we'll talk about this again in a minute with my fitness pal before we end. But uh, it's when you start using that, and you actually look at those all the nutrients that you're getting or not getting, it's really eye opening. And, and it's hard to balance. You would think that, I mean, but it's hard to balance when you're including calories and you're trying to stay under a certain number of calories, but still get enough potassium and enough fiber. And, you know, without it's a it's a balancing act. It is. And I will tell you right now, probably the thing I am the least paying attention to only because we've been really eating pretty clean this year so far is that is the calories because I think those kind of take care of themselves and not to mention you and I have have you know been doing this together and we've both said how just much more full of energy we both mm-hmm. have this is this is right now we're going on we just hit four o'clock our time usually we were really tired by mm-hmm. now and now granted we work we have several businesses together so we work all the time but usually by this time of the day we're both already headed down I yeah mean, normally just, we would not record at this time yeah exactly that's but a bad both, time to record yeah but we've been eating very clean so to your point you know it's a lot of things to juggle but i think mm-hmm. what i've really been just focused on is not so much the calories because that can also trigger my mm-hmm. issues yeah. with food that i've had in the past so i'm not so much concerned with that i'm more concerned with making sure that i'm using my fitness pal to look at my macronutrients like and pay attention to the iron mm-hmm. The potassium, which I'm still a little bit struggling with, and then 
the um, fiber and protein. F- fiber, a little bit more uh, the fiber and and protein also. Yeah, yeah. And I and I will say, you know, I I do need to lose weight, and over that we've been doing this for what almost three weeks now mm-hmm. with the My Fitness Pal, and I lost what like a pound and a half the first week, and then I gained like half a pound back the second, and and so I really haven't lost much, but. I and I'm sure that will come with time as I keep this up and you know move more like I have been but like to your point I feel different I feel a lot different I feel in just different. a couple of weeks just a few weeks or yeah and I think been. that will encourage me too to keep moving more because you know I'm feeling better oh so. yeah today so. even just taking the dogs around for their long walk mm-hmm. they we I felt a lot different yeah, around. so I think the weight loss will come, you know, kind of with time. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to potassium. We kind of okay. got off on a My right. Fitness Pal jag. So um, let's talk about some of the symptoms of low potassium levels. Okay, again, the symptoms that we're going to talk about here, this is not, not a diagnosis for no, you, so no, no. don't play around with this. If you get, these could be some serious, the symptoms could be serious issues of other things, other things too. right. But I will tell you, I've, I've, Kind of, uh, and, and again, I've had conversations with my doctor in the past about certain things. Remember that time I was deficient on something and I ate Brazil nuts and mm-hmm. then it went away? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. <laughs> but I remember my doctor going, interesting, some, I'm really good yeah. at troubleshooting things. But again, that's my own health. I'm not troubleshooting anybody's <laughs> health out there. So don't even... Right. Uh, don't think that, please. I am, again, like you said, not a doctor. Right. Okay. Uh, so I started experiencing some... Like some twitching on my right side of my body, and now I have I need knee replacement. I'll need that eventually. I used to run quite a bit, and it just ground. Well, and you've had two surgeries, and I've had two surgeries on it. So sometimes I get, and then on that same leg, I ruptured my Achilles tendon in a a car accident. So Mm -hmm. I've got issues on this right leg, anyways. But I started feeling like some muscle cramping and a little bit of twitching just pain. And mm. even in my hand, it was just like a little bit of like cramping, like I was going to get a Charlie horse. Yeah. Well, in my leg. And uh, so I when I we started doing the my fitness pal, and then I saw how low my potassium was, mm. I thought, wow, that's something that I'm at least going to try to focus on increasing to see if that starts to go away. And guess what? Mm-hmm. it's starting to go away. So I remember what it was. What's that? With the Brazil nuts. It was heart palpitations. Yeah, I think I was getting that. And as soon as I started, but there was, but there was something that Brazil nuts brought to, yeah, like I remember they what had. Yeah, but now, it you're was asking something. a lot of me. So. <laughs> I remembered the symptoms. So don't ask yeah. me to remember the rest. Okay, so let's get into the symptoms of potassium deficiency. So yeah. some of those are heart palpitations, mm-hmm. muscle cramps or twitching, fatigue or weakness, constipation, frequent urination, thirstiness, nausea or digestive problems, tingling in the hands and the feet or numbness, and increased blood sugar levels. And see now, to your point, you can see how some of those could be symptoms of diabetes. So a heart attack. Frequent ter- yeah. urination, uh, tingling in the hands and feet could be a neuropathy, you know, increased blood sugar level. So yeah, you can see how... Those could be other things too. So don't mess around with it. Yeah, don't mess saying. around at all. So once we started eating cleaner, I started to make sure that I, well, one of the things I started doing was you, uh, drinking a lot more smoothies. Mm-hmm. So I have started not every morning, but a lot of mornings. The first meal I have will be a smoothie with pea protein and then also with a, a lot of greens mm-hmm. and 
uh, orange, banana. apple, banana, right? I mean, I throw it all in mm -hmm. there. So that really helps with the macronutrients right out of the gate. And we talked about that with Dr. Brooke Goldner when she was a guest on the show about her whole, uh, how she reversed her uh, uh, lupus with mm -hmm. a raw vegan diet, but a lot of it was smoothies. And I think it was basically smoothies, if I recall right. correctly. I think so, mm -hmm. yeah. So some of the foods that are rich in potassium then, uh, bananas, oranges, dried apricots, which we've stocked up on now. I've, I love them anyway. I've always loved them. And uh, I didn't realize that you liked them so much. I didn't realize I liked them so much <laughs> until she had them. And she goes, you know, these are really good for potassium. potassium. So now that's, I just had that as a snack earlier. Yeah, yeah, I did too. So, all right. So dried apricots, prunes, raisins, um, spinach, beans, and lentils, potatoes. So that's both white potatoes and sweet potatoes, tomato sauce, coconut water, which we got in our last shipped order, uh, avocados, kale, portobello mushrooms. Ooh, that's good to know. Broccoli, and then uh, orange, tomato, prune, grapefruit, and apricot juices. Never had apricot juice. Yeah, uh, the orange juice is one thing we had stayed away from just a little bit because I know it can sugar. spike. It can, yeah, it can spike your sugar up and uh, but it is also a really good form of potassium. So I have yeah. been drinking a little bit more of that. Lately. Yeah. And we have some orange pineapple juice in there. It's, it's a hundred percent juice. It's no, you know, but, but we, yeah, we just don't drink a whole lot of it. And uh, then one thing that, that I've started doing when I make, uh, started making more quinoa for one because of the protein and all the other good stuff in there, but I've also started adding beans to it. So kidney bean, I love kidney beans. And so I've started adding kidney beans and some other and tomatoes and things to to our quinoa to kind of make it not taste like bland and gross, mm -hmm. <laughs> but also to give that kind of extra punch of fiber and protein and potassium. Yeah. And quinoa is one of those things like oatmeal. It can kind of get a bad rap if you if you just because it is kind of like you said, bland. Mm -hmm. So you really have to kind of think of some creative ways. But I know you were using some uh, canned tomatoes in there yes. and the quinoa yeah. and, and, the, uh, and the beans. Yeah, yeah. And the beans. So that really adds a good flavor. And it adds also additional uh, nutritional. You know benefits. what else would be good in there? What's that? Mushrooms. Mushrooms, for sure. We also talked about some of those crumbles, like some yeah, of those protein, yeah. um, or those meatless those crumbles. crumbles. Yeah. So here's my, uh, my um, here's your homework. Not you. Oh, I was going to say you're giving me homework. No, everybody else. Everybody listening. <laughs> I have to edit the podcast next. <laughs> uh, Larissa needs ideas for quinoa. So oh. give me some ideas. Um, if you're a member of the Peas and Carrots Society... What up, guys? Oh, she almost missed it. Uh, if you're a member, um, I would love to hear what you guys do with with this stuff. Where do they? Because I need Where do they more. send it to you? You can put it in peas and carrots, or uh, you can email me at larissa at vegetarianzen.com. That's L-A-R-I-S-S-A. -S -S -A. I always tell people it's like Clarissa without the C. All That's right. the easiest way for people to. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Never thought about that. All right. So anyway, yeah, let me know because I, I need uh, I can only have so many kidney beans and tomatoes in there before I get sick of them. Yeah. So that's where we are with the whole potassium thing. And again, this is something that it the, the reason I'm focusing on this myself right now is because it was glaringly low. Oh 
And I like bananas and I like avocados and I like kale and I like these things. It's just about getting creative and mixing these things together. But you, as you can see, the things we we just listed, there's a lot of things. Oh, and I just bought some coconut water. Mm-hmm. So instead of using now, almond milk is pretty good too. I don't know where it is on the calcium. Uh, I'm sorry, on the potassium, but. I, I know it's got other benefits, though, too. So I usually use that for smoothies. Well, you can use half and half. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to throw some in there. Not half and half for coffee, but like half half almond milk and half uh, uh, coconut water. Yeah, yeah. Or just trade it up sometimes and mm-hmm. see. But coconut water is another one that's really good for potassium. All so right. that's where it is. And like I said, over the last week, maybe or so, is when I've been focusing on that. And I already feel less remember the other like Mm -hmm. when it was really bad i said gosh it's really hurting me my hand was hurting me it was cramp cramping up and it just felt like i was about to get a charlie horse in my my leg at any time so luckily that has subsided good it never ceases to amaze me how often the best cure for what ails you is eating a whole foods diet a Mm -hmm. whole foods plant-based diet i should say Mm -hmm. because uh like i said if you look at all this stuff it's just, it's just, um, just makes me feel healthier looking at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and again, we've both felt so much different, just making sure that we were keeping the processed food out, which as we, what the reason we started this podcast is because processed food was, uh, even though it was not, didn't have any meat was what our biggest challenge was. And right. we were trying to course correct. So right. nobody's perfect, but we do the best we can. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 